All right, so 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it's on the screen. We're going to read verses 16 and 17, and then we're going to jump over to chapter 6 and read verses 19 and 20, okay? So be on the screen if you want to follow that way. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, it says this. It says, Don't you yourselves know that you are God's sanctuary and that the Spirit of God lives in you? Say, the Spirit of God lives in me. If anyone destroys God's sanctuary, okay, it's talking about your body, all right, God will destroy him. Woo! That's intense. For God's sanctuary is holy, and that is what you are. Say, that is what I am. Let's go over to chapter 6. We're going to look at verse 19 and 20. Chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, all right? It says this, again, don't you know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Amen. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this word. Father, we thank you for receiving revelation today supernatural revelation today we need we need your word god lord to come alive within us and to shape us and teach us hallelujah lord we thank you father we thank you god lord for your word god that is going forth this morning father god to change us and transform us oh lord we thank you father for what you have been doing in our lives already as 2024 is just in the beginning. And we thank you that this is truly our year of significant wealth, health, and glory. We're walking in divine, significant, supernatural wealth. We're walking in divine, significant, supernatural health. Hallelujah. Oh, and Lord, we are walking into days of significant glory unlike anything we have ever tasted or seen before. And we thank you for it, Father. So teach us something today. Change our thought patterns. Transform the way we see things, the way we understand things. God, we boldly ask you to transform the way we think about ourselves today. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, when it comes to the church world, most people would say that the church or the pastor or whatever, whoever's got the mic or whatever, has no reason to talk about health because it doesn't belong in church. Just like I've heard many times that people say there's no reason to talk about wealth and giving and money, right? We hear a lot of times about how people don't believe in tithing, don't believe in giving, don't believe in sowing and all that kind of thing. So you've got churches and pastors and leaders who would tell you it's nobody's business for you to get into somebody's life in the area of their health. Get, keep that out of the pulpit. Well, I'll say it to you this way today. If you're, gonna, if you're not going to get it in church, well, where are you going to get it from? If you're not going to learn how to, how, to, how to have good health and what that means and walk that out, then where are you going to learn it from? 
because you're probably going to look it up online or look at, you know, watch this or watch that or come up with some sort of idea when in the Word of God, throughout various places, God talks about your body and how you are to handle your body and how you are to take care of your body. Come on now. And if you don't think that this is spiritual, you're going to miss it all today. Okay? Because you are a spiritual being. Okay? And I I will talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But the church is not just a place where you get fed spiritually. The church has to be a place where you learn and you receive truth. Okay? And, And the truth of God's Word. Okay? And God wants us to be healthy, okay? And you may say, well, why would you preach about this? Why would you preach about being healthy? Why would you preach about health? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Melissa and I love you so much, okay? Now, God loves you. Take God out of the picture. Melissa and I love you so much, right, that we don't want to see you settle for anything other than an abundant life. Too many Christians are settling for anything other than that. But you've got pastors who care about you enough to say, hey, we're going to believe in the wealth and we're going to believe in the glory, but you also got to get your health in order. And I know some people, oh, well, don't talk to me about my health. Don't talk to me about my body. Don't talk to me about weight or this or that or whatever. And if that's how you approach this, then let me tell you, you're going to receive absolutely zero today. It'd be better for you to dismiss yourself now. So well, that's harsh. No. You got to receive the truth, right? The Bible says the truth will set us free. So it will set us free in more ways than one. And when it comes to the area of our health and our bodies, we've got to be set free. Because for far too long, we have abused our bodies. Now, I say we because I'm including myself in this, because it's just the facts, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I have abused my body, okay? Well, now the Lord's got a hold of me, all right? And and so now I'm I'm learning, okay? (laughs) Now, I don't know all of it, but I'm learning, okay? And and we're we're, we're trying real hard. But I, I preface all of this this morning to tell you and kind of give you a, uh, uh, not a warning, but a, a, a heads up. I, we, I'm not a health expert. I am not a doctor, okay? I, I, don't, I don't know everything when it comes to health. I don't know everything when it comes to how, ta- how do you take care of your body and, and this and that, all that. I, if you come up to me after service and say, okay, now what do I need to do? I don't know what to tell you, Okay? I'm not a health expert, expert, and nor am I going to try to be. So I'm telling you that right now because if you go and you say, well, pastor told me to do this, and pastor told me to eat this way and all that, no, I did not, okay? And, and, and I don't need someone suing church of the city because somebody got sick because they thought that Pastor Austin said to do this or do that, all right? So I say that, but, but in all reality... Um, we can gain the wisdom and knowledge and the revelation that we need in order to take care of our bodies the right way and to have uh, significant health, okay? Um, and, and not be sick and, and all those kind of things, but, but have health. And here's the truth about all this. God wants you to be healthy. Did you know that? 
God wants you to be healthy. I mean, we just read two scriptures about how your body is a sanctuary, is a temple of God. And he says, glorify your body. Take care of your bodies in that way. Treat your body as if it is, it is a church that you walk into. Okay? When, if you walked into this church and, and, you, and you came and you stopped at McDonald's this morning and you walked in and you came in through the door and you just threw your, you, you know, your wrappers on the ground and you threw your cup of orange juice and just tossed it and it spilled everywhere and, and you didn't even care, do you think that's taking care of God's temple? No, absolutely not. You would never do that. But yet you do the same exact thing to your bodies. And that's how we treat our body. And he says, your body is a sanctuary where the Spirit of God dwells. So listen, he cares about your health. And I'll, and I'll say it like this. There is a much larger connection between your spirit and your body and your health than you even know. There is a huge connection between your spiritual man, your spiritual being, and your body, your health. Okay? Now, it's important to remember that you were created by a triune God to be a triune being. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three in one, Trinity. But He also created us in the same way. We are triune beings. We are body, soul, and spirit. Okay? Our spirit is very much connected to our body as much as our soul to our body or anything else. We are triune beings, okay? That's how, that's how God created us. But most Christians would say that their spirit is the most important aspect of their triune being, so therefore they neglect their body and their soul. I want to challenge you this morning. I know your spiritual being and your spiritual well-being is very, very, very important, okay? We, we should put some very high standards on, on how we treat our spirit man. But there are three in one. So the same significance that you put on your spirit, you should also put on your body, okay? So just as much as you want to be spiritual, you should also be healthy, because you can be spiritual all day long, you can pray, you can speak in tongues, you can lift up your hands, but yet at the end of the day, you still abuse the body that God gave you. And that is where we mess up as believers, and we've got to get it together in this area. And this is a challenge for us going into 2024. I've never preached anything like this before. Yeah, some of y'all been around us a long time. I've never talked about this ever before. Well, the Lord's gotten a hold of me, okay? And so praise God, all right? And that's a good thing. But it's our responsibility to allow this to get a hold of the church, okay? And, and I want to say, say this right off the bat. We're doing this together, church. We're doing this together. It's not sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so are going to get all healthy and in shape or whatever, and then everybody else is going to be left behind. No. We are doing this together, okay? When someone walked in, I'm, they were made nameless. Someone walked in the door this morning and said, Pastor Austin, I've lost four pounds. High five. Boom. Let's go. That's awesome. Okay? Listen, that's what we want. We don't want to just celebrate the spiritual highs. We want to celebrate what, what God is doing in our bodies and in our lives. Hallelujah. Because those kind of things are just as important as what the Spirit of God is doing. 
All right? And this is what, this is what everybody has got to understand this morning. The spiritual things are important, and we put significance on that. And that, yes, should be, in a way, number one. But it, when, it comes to our, when it comes to ourselves, we need to treat our bodies just like we would our spirit man. If we want to take so much care of our spiritual being, then we also need to take that much care of our body, okay? And listen, God himself is equally concerned with your body as he is your soul and as he is your spirit. He's equally concerned with all three, okay? And each serves its own purpose, right? But if your body is unhealthy, what makes you think that you can do the things that he needs you to do spiritually? If your body is unhealthy, you're not going to be spiritually fit to do what he has called you to do. I say, well, that's not fair. That's not right. You know, I, you know, God stills called me and he still anointed me. Yes, he has. But there are assignments that are attached to you, but he cannot fulfill that in you because you're treating your body very poorly. And just like God needs his people to be wealthy for what's coming, And what's happening in the earth today, he also needs us to be healthy. Because if all of the believers are just dying off left and right, then what makes you think? Come on. What makes you think we're going to be able to fulfill what he needs us to fulfill? Hello. We have got to to honor our bodies so that we can have long life. Think about this for just a moment. What if... What if every extra pound on your body that shouldn't belong is one year minus off the end of your life? Think about if it was that way. What would you do? But that's how important it is. Because let's say it was that way. Let's just make that up for just a second. Let's just say that that would determine that it would reduce the amount of years that you lived. What is it in those years that you shaved off of your life that God would have done? What is it in those years that how God would have used you, but because you abused your body, you forfeited your destiny? And too many Christians are coming, leaving this earth too early because they had it all together spiritually but physically they had it all wrong so say this church my body is important my body is important to god therefore it should be important to me my body is important to god so therefore it should be important to me And that's something that we're going to have to just grab a hold of. God, this thing right here that you have blessed me with that I don't even deserve at this point, right? We don't even deserve. God, I don't even deserve this, but you have blessed me with it. So therefore, God, I'm going to glorify you. And whatever is important to you, God is going to be important to me. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. See, in reality is Christians uh, across the board seem to be some of the most unhealthy people on the planet. And it's true. Well, you know what? Us church folks, we like to eat. 
We're, if we're good at anything in church, we're good at eating. I mean, you know, we, get a, we come into church and we get our, our spiritual fix and all that. And we, we do what we, God does all these wonderful things. And the first conversation we have at the end of the amen is, what are we going to do about lunch? Right? I mean, it's, it's, I'm serious. I mean, it's not even how you doing. How's your family is, you know, okay, well, i got to figure out what i got to do about lunch today. And, and we, make it, we make it all about that, right? And, and, we, and, and, you know, I mean, here we are, Thursday night Bible studies. I mean, the main focus is what are we going to do about the food, <laughs> you know? And, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Hear me. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but as believers and as Christians, our priority and our focus has been how can I feed my flesh? How can I serve my flesh? And, you know, you're, that's okay, but that shouldn't be our sole focus, okay? Um, and I know we love what we eat, and, you know, that's just, that's just the way it is. I mean, when Pastor Marcus was in town the last time, you know, I mean, we just took him to all of our favorites, you know, that's just what you do with the pastor. You know, that's just what you do with church folks. You I mean, you just go and you eat and you eat and you eat. I mean, you know, that's what we love to do. All right. And, you know, yeah, it's funny. But when you think about it, it's really true. It's really true. OK. <laughs> but according to Scripture, when we read in First Corinthians, it says our bodies are not our own. Our bodies are not our own. Think about it this way. You are renting the body that you're in. Now, what happens if you lease an apartment or you rent a home and you put holes everywhere in it, you tear up the carpet, you do this, you trash out the place. When you're ready to leave to go somewhere else, what's going to happen? You're going to have to pay a whole bunch of money. You're going to have to fix all of the problems. You're going to lose money. You're not going to get your deposit back. Okay? All of these kind of things. But yet, we do the same thing to our rented bodies. So I'm just going to do what I want, live how I want, eat how I want, treat my body however. God understands. He understands. And I'm just going to enjoy my life. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to eat what I want because God wants us to enjoy life, and I'm just going to enjoy it. Well, of course he wants you to enjoy life. But he's not telling you to come against and to hurt and harm the body that he has freely leased out to you. I know y'all don't like this already. But with that said, we have to retreat, we have to treat, excuse me, we have to treat and respect our bodies accordingly, right? So before we eat something, we should say, does this honor the Lord? And what I'm about to put into my body, does this honor God? Okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with every once in a while splurging and, you know, having something, you know, whatever that, that may be, Okay? I'm not telling you from this day forward, you're not allowed to eat pizza and hamburgers and ice cream. That's not what I'm telling you, okay? God wants us to enjoy things too, all right? And he, he, he knows that. He, he, he allows for us to do that, okay? 
But that doesn't mean every single day and every single week we're eating all of these terrible things, right? So we got to respect our body. So we have to ask the Lord, does this honor you, Lord? Before we do something that could be harmful or threatening to our bodies, we should say, is what I'm about to do honor God? It's beyond eating, okay? Is what I'm about to do to my body, does this really honor God, right? Because why? We are a temple, okay? And and so with all that said, here's what I want to get to today. How we handle our bodies, in other words, how we handle our health, is all about discipline and worship. How we handle our bodies, how we, how we handle our health, how we approach our health is all about personal discipline, but it's also about worship. He says, glorify your bodies in this way. In other words, how we treat our bodies is a form of how we worship the king. And if we abuse our body, then we don't, we're not worshiping him in the way that he deserves. Okay, worship is defined beyond just coming into a church service and singing songs and lifting your hands. Worship is defined in how you live your life every single day. Your life is a daily act of worship. Okay, and so if you're if you are treating your body unfairly, if you're treating your body poorly, then you are you are you are dismissing your worship unto God. And we've got to get a hold of this. This is why I, when I was praying earlier that we've got to get this revelation today. This is revelation that we have got to obtain, that we've got to have this morning. Now listen, just write this reference down. Don't go there. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. This is what it says in the message version, Okay. I wrote this down in my notes. Just listen to this. Don't go there. Just listen. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. In the message, it says this. Let's make a clean break for everything that defiles and distracts us, both within and without. Let's make our entire lives fit in holy temples for the worship of God. Did you catch that last part? Let's make our entire lives fit and holy temples for the worship of God. Wow. That's how we have to see our bodies. We have to make our we have to be so healthy that we are fit to worship the king. We are fit to worship him. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So hear me. Losing 20 pounds isn't going to get God to love you more. <laughs> okay? As much as gaining 20 pounds isn't going to get you to lo- get him to love you any less, okay? It's not just about weight, okay? And I want you to get that's not what I'm just talking about today, okay? It's not about our weight. He is looking for, for what he is looking for is that we offer ourselves up as pleasing sacrifices unto him. He, he is looking for us as living sacrifices. Re- remember what the word says, holy and pleasing unto God. That's not just our spiritual being. It's also our bodies, church. We are offering our body unto him, holy and pleasing as a sacrifice. Does the aroma that you create from your body and your worship, is that holy and pleasing to God? Does it stink a little bit? Is it kind of like, whew, 
Nice. Now, is God going to ever turn you away? No. No. But the way that we treat our body as an act of worship, as a form of worship, it creates an aroma. And God is looking for something that is holy and pleasing unto him. Amen? So, I'm going to give you three things today, if you're taking notes. Three steps to achieve significant health, okay? Three steps to achieve significant health. Number one is this, and I'll explain. You're going to look at this and you're going to say, this makes no sense. Get rid of your barns, okay? Get rid of your barns. Now, that does not mean, <laughs> some of you already crossed your mind, that means get rid of my fat. No, get rid of your barns, okay? Now, let me explain what I mean by this. If, if there is a horse in a barn, and the barn is on fire, the farmer, the rancher, whatever, runs in and grabs the horse and pulls it out of the burning barn. There's an old saying that says, you grab the horse by the rope and keep it tight. The reason why is because if you pulled the horse out of the barn and you let go of the rope, the horse will run right back into the barn. Even though the barn is on fire. Why is that? Because the horse will automatically resort to what is comfortable to what he knows. So even if the barn is on fire, he'll still run back into his stable because that's where he knows is his safe place, even though everything around him is burning. If the horse runs back in, the horse is going to die. The horse doesn't understand that it's got to stay out of the barn if the barn's on fire. So it's, in, it's the rancher's responsibility, the farmer, whatever's responsibility, to grab him by the reins real tight and to hold him so he doesn't run back into the barn. You see, church, a lot of us have barns that are killing us and we don't even know it. A lot of us have barns that are killing us and we have no idea what it's doing to us. Maybe your barn is a lack of self-control in the area of eating. That's a barn. Maybe it's the attitude you have towards exercising. It's a barn. Maybe it's the neglect of making better choices for your body. It's a barn. Now for me, my barn, my burning barn has always been sweets. Amen, sister. <laughs> Gabriel had a late game last night. We walk into a restaurant. It was late. We go into a restaurant. We sit down. You know how they have those little stand-up display things on tables that you know tell you what they're, you know, maybe it's like a special thing that they have right now or you know, drink or dessert or whatever, and things sitting on there, and it's not facing my direction. And Gabriel grabs it and he says, Whoa, can't let dad see what's on here. 
Now, what he doesn't know at that point of time is when I walked in, that's the first thing I saw. (laughs) So he does say, he says, I can't let dad see what's on here. I said, oh, the peach cobbler. He goes, how did you know? I said, because I saw it when I walked in. My eyes just go to the sweets. I'm drawn. I mean, peach cobbler is one of my, I mean, one of my top, it, it, like top, one in the top three. Okay? You know how hard it was for me to say, to hell with you, peach cobbler and you devils that are attached to it? Okay? Now, I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying eating peach cobbler is going to send you to hell and there's, there's something wrong with that. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Okay? But... You have to make an immediate decision in that moment. I'm either going to allow myself to put something in me that I probably shouldn't right now. Or I'm just going to do it. So I had to make that decision. And the thought had to cross my mind. Right? Now, because of what we're doing personally in our lives right now, it was easy for me to say, no. Not going to even look at it. Not going to talk about it. Not going to think about it. No. Six months ago, it would have been sitting at my table. Okay? But I've had to learn how to train myself, especially in the area of my mind, that I'm not going to allow myself to be tempted to eat things and put things in my body that for me right now is not the best thing. Okay. But going into 2024, Melissa and I had to make the decision to eliminate certain foods and certain things from our personal diet that don't benefit us any. Okay. Now, this is before a fast and, you know, all that kind of stuff. This is us making the decision that we are not going to put certain things in our bodies anymore. Okay. Which is, it's a big deal. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Uh, but I can say this full of confidence. It's up to this point, it's been totally worth it. Okay? Uh, now, why is it worth it? I feel way better. I just feel better. Okay? I feel so much better. Okay? I'm sleeping better. This, is all, this all has to do with how I'm eating. I'm sleeping. If you're struggling with, with your sleep, then start eating better and watch what happens. I mean, I'm telling you. God, God, God created you. He knows what you're supposed to put in your body, okay? And it makes everything work the right way. Uh, we just didn't get this re- revelation until now, okay? Uh, um, you know, I have more energy. I'm not waking up as tired in the mornings. I'm not getting, you know, into bed at night like, oh, you know. Like, it's none of that. It's like, I'm ready to go when I wake up. And it's like, man, I don't want to go to sleep, but here we go, you know? And like I'm, I'm full of energy. I'm not. I haven't drank coffee in forever. I'm not doing any kind of energy drinks, like all that kind of stuff. I haven't touched any of that, and I feel better than I did when I was sipping on something on the way to work just to try to keep me awake. You see, it, it all has to do with with how you eat and what what you put in your body. And you know, now the great one of the greatest benefits, obviously, is I'm I'm losing unnecessary body fat. Okay. And as of this morning, all right, on Sunday, January 21st, I have officially lost 30 pounds to the T. 
Now, that's a big deal. Okay? Now, that's a big deal to me. Now, what I want to do is I want to go celebrate. Okay? And I want to go eat that peach cobbler, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not going to do that. So, for me, I just got to celebrate my own head. You know, just, you did good. All right, you're, keep going, you know. That's, that's, the way I have to, that's the way I have to do it, right? But, but this is a quote. Listen to this. This is a quote that I found that um, when, I was, when I was studying last night, I found this quote um, by a health doctor, a health specialist. And, of course, there's a lot of them. I don't listen to them, but there's a lot of them out there. This guy, Dr. Mike, Mark Hyman, he says this. What you put on your fork dictates whether you're sick or well, slim or fat, depleted or energized. I saw that and I was like, what a dang good quote. That's really good. What you put on your fork dictates whether you're sick or well, slim or fat, depleted or energized. And I can tell you, I can attest to those three things right there. But I want to say this this morning. The little things that are barns in your life, when it comes down to it, are shortening your life. The barns that, the burning barns that are in your life are actually shortening your life. You're not going to die right now, but you are shaving off years and precious moments of your life at the end that you will never, ever, ever get back. I don't want to die early. I want to live a long, happy, prosperous, blessed life. Okay? As long as he has me here. But I'm not going to go against God's time clock for my life because I want to do what I want to do. He has an appointed time for me. And that could be 100 years old. But because of how I treat my body, now it's only 90. Now it's only 75. You know, whatever. And we do that. And God, I'm telling you, God is looking for us to live long and healthy lives because he needs us. He needs us to live long, prosperous, healthy lives. So don't do whatever you do to shorten your lifespan. It's not worth it. You know, I want to live until my kids have kids. You know? I want to live till my kids' kids have kids. You know? I, I want to be a great-grandparent. I mean, for real. You know? I, I don't want to just, just die and my kids tell their kids about how great, how great it would have been to know your grandfather. How, how stupid of me. Why would I allow that for my family? Right? And the legacy, that, the legacy that we leave behind is beyond what we do in a church and the money and this and that and a house or whatever. It's, it's, it's living a long life. Living a long, abundant life. And I want to be there for every moment, for everything that God would have for me. So that's why it's important to me, right? So if there's anything that's robbing you of physical wholeness, it's a burning bar, barn, excuse me. 
And that burning bar needs to be eliminated in your life so that you can have significant health in 2024. Okay? Number one, get rid of your barns. Number two is this. Put more care into your health. Put more care into your health. Now, the truth is with all of this um, that we've talked about and, and we'll continue to today, the truth is you could walk out of here today and go eat the worst thing in the world for you, go lay down all day in your bed and be lazy and not care one bit about anything that was said to you today. You have the willpower to do that. You have the ability to make that decision. You have every right in and of yourself to go do that, okay? But the truth is, by not caring for your body... You are choosing to not care about the mission and the purpose God has for you. By not caring about your body, you are choosing to not care about the mission and the purpose that God has for you. Well, pastor, that's harsh. No, it's not. It's truth. It's truth. And that's, that, that's just truth that we have to deal with today. Okay? Okay. Because this is so crucial. This is so crucial. I know you wanted to come to church today and get Holy Ghost pumped up. Okay? I know you wanted to come here about whatever. All right? But the, this is what this is today. <laughs> okay? And, and, but this is why it's so important. Now, if I, if I really had my choice, I'd probably talk about this for a month. Okay? Now, I'm not going to do that. But... This is how important it is to God, okay? By not caring for your body, you are choosing to not care about the mission and the purpose that God has for you. So listen, God needs you healthy, and He needs you to live that long, prosperous life. He needs that for you, okay? He needs that for you. Too many Christians are forfeiting their destiny because they don't care enough about their bodies, okay? And this is, this is why this is so big. There is an, a destiny attached to your name. There is purpose that is still in front of you. There is more that you are to accomplish and more that you are to do for the kingdom of God. So therefore, you have got to take care of your body. Okay? Or else you're not going to get to where he needs you to get. Okay? Now, God is just, he, 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 he allows you to do what you want to do. He really does. So he says, okay, I've got all of these things down the road for them. But you know what? Right now, they're not going to make it there. So you know what? I'll just take that, and I'll go give it to somebody else. But as for me and this church, we're, we're going to make it, church. We're, we're going to make it into all of the divine purposes and destiny that he has for us. Whatever he has called us to do, we're going to do it. Right? Because we're going to be healthy. Right? We're not going to just be wealthy. We're going to be wealthy and we're going to be healthy. Hallelujah. Amen? And, and so as much as you care about your money, as much as you care about your family, you know, whatever you name it, you need to care about your health. Why? Because you're living on borrowed time. You're living on borrowed time. So you got to put some more care into your health. So number one, get rid of your barns. 
Number two, put more care into your health. And number three, here it is. Ask the Father to help you. <laughs> You've been saying this, all, well, that's great, but how do I do all this? Well, here it is right here. Just ask the Father to help you. You know, you can go on YouTube or whatever and listen to all of the world's finest experts on how to get your health in shape and all of this kind of stuff. And nine times out of ten, it, when it comes down to it, you still ain't going to do it. It's true. Right? But when you say, Lord... I know you want me to be healthy. I know you want me to live a long, prosperous life. There's some areas that I really struggle in. And so I need you to help me in this. And he says, you know what? That's what I want for you too. So he comes, he partners alongside of you, and he helps you through it every step of the way. So you sit down at the restaurant. All of these things, you know, they, they put all the worst things for you in the pictures to get your attention, all right? Okay. All the healthy stuff is typically on the back, <laughs> right? I mean, think about it. But, you know, you, you sit down there, and, and, and it's like, you, Lord, help me make the right decision. Because when, that, when you open up that menu, it, it's like even unknowingly you make the wrong healthy, you make the wrong health choice. You just do. You know, you see something, you're like, ooh, that sounds good. I want that. Right? But you could, you could literally say, God, help me make the right decision in this area. And he'll help you. Okay? And I know you want to go to your favorite restaurant and get your favorite big, fat, juicy cheeseburger. Right? With a side of order of french fries and how you like them, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I know that's what you want. But is that, what, is that what your body needs? Did you know that your body actually will tell you exactly what it needs? And God will tell you what your body needs. There is a reason why all throughout the word, he says, this is the way you should eat. Eat this, eat that. Don't eat that. That defiles a man. You know, all of these things. There's reasons behind all of that. Because he knows what's good for you and what's bad for you. Okay? I mean, look, think about this for a second. People have struggled with health decisions since Adam. God says, do not eat from the tree. They made a poor decision to eat the wrong thing. And everything from there happened. Because they chose to go after what their flesh was desiring. And they put in their mouth what they thought was best for them in that moment instead of what God said to do. So God will tell you how to eat. God will give you the wisdom and the knowledge that you need. Okay? He will. And he'll give you the strength to make decisions whether to eat something or not to eat something or do this for your body or not do this for your body. But here's the deal. God needs you and he needs you more than ever. He absolutely needs you. And he needs you more than he's ever needed you. Okay? 
And, and I know uh, that each of us want to be used in significant ways by God. I know that, okay? And, and I know for a fact that he wants to use us in those significant ways. So we have got to do our part. We have got to do our part. And when it comes down to it, we really need help to make it happen. We really do. And so this is what we cannot hesitate to say. Jesus, help me. You ask him to help you with all your problems and your situations. So why not ask him to help you in the area of your health? Jesus, help me. Right? And he will. And he will. Okay? And he'll do it every time. He'll do it every time. 